Guten Morgen, Banation. What's up, everybody? It's BearBearIndependent.com. It is the 20th of October, 2023. And we are going to do the brief today, as well as the National Intel, which is emailed in by y'all, which is admin, no, I'm sorry, intel at BearIndependent.com. Drink more coffee, Bear. Okay, you got it. You guys know the drill, do YouTube things. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. If you are subscribed, share the show with somebody you love. If you're one of the 40% of people who watches this show but isn't subscribed, what the hell's wrong with you? Pause the show, go look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, is this the kind of the person I really wanna be? The kind of person that watches the show every day but isn't subscribed? What am I doing with myself? What am I doing with my life? Yeah, deep introspection today. Good morning, James Cipriano. If you don't subscribe, James is gonna come to your house and give you a little tune-up with the Louisville Slugger, you know what I mean? You know what I mean. Bear Independent Brief, 20 October 23. On Thursday, the United States State Department, <laughs> the State Department, amateur spies. On Thursday, the US State Department issued a quote, worldwide caution end quote, alert for Americans due to, quote, increased tensions in various locations around the world. I don't know why. Everything's fine, right? I mean, it's, it's good. Increased tensions. You know, when you, when you got some tension, you just do, just do a little stretching. Raise the roof, you know? There you go. You're good. You're good. Increased tensions in various locations around the world. The potential for terrorist attacks demonstrations or violent actions against the U.S. citizens and interests, end quote. Good morning, 12C. Good morning to everybody in the chat. Until so it's kind of a broad statement here. Somebody already did a super chat? What's wrong with you? C, for your next bottle of Frey Ranch. Dude, you rock. Thank you so much. Yeah, the, the Frey Ranch is a dead man. That's okay. It was delicious while it lasted. Anti-Israel protests have erupted in many countries already, and the situation has become more intense since the Gaza hospital incident. Yo, the Al-Ahi, Al-Hi, Al-Lai, al hospital, also referred to by English speakers as the Baptist Hospital, uh, went mucho explodo. And, of course, you know, the Palestinians are like, the Israelis did it, the Israelis are like, Hamas did it, Hamas is like, nope, the... Israelis did it, and yeah. Also on Thursday, that was yesterday, drones attacked a military base in southern Syria. The base is one where U.S. troops keep a presence for training forces against the Islamic State group. There have been similar attacks over the past several days. All in all, within a 24-hour span, the U.S. shot down one, I'm sorry, three one-way attack drones that were set to impact U.S. forces in Iraq. In this region, these attacks are usually attributed to Iran or Iran-backed militias. Imagine that, Iran. Um, I'm not prophesying. I'm just saying it's probably about time that we are uh, we're gonna go get in a war with Iran. Y'all Bear says, "Love the green plaid. Looks good on video." Thank you. I appreciate that very much. I put a lot of effort into the production quality here at this channel as you guys and girls are very aware um 
you know, the Durka Durka Hospital. Exactly, Casey. Then now we know what we're calling it from now on. Uh, you know, I, I spent a significant amount of time in makeup and wardrobe this morning. Uh, we got the lights just right. Um, I, I want you guys and girls to have the best possible production quality as I talk to an iPhone that's sideways on a tripod that's this big. You know what I mean? So the green, green plaid for the win. Noted. Appreciate that. These attacks have arisen after the Gaza hospital incident, which after, after which a huge amount of outrage has been aimed at both Israel and the United States. However, U.S. intelligence appears to show that Israel is not responsible for the deadly incident. I gotta be honest, though. Is that what the intel says? Or is that the conclusion that the analyst came to because of reasons? I don't know. I tend to believe that that hospital went uh, mucho explodo, the, the Durka Durka hospital, because Hamas co-locates their terror activities amongst civilian infrastructure, and they tried to launch a missile, and that missile didn't launch, and it, it exploded, and bad things happened from there. Um, if I... My options were to believe Hamas or believe Israel. I'm going to go with Israel, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what happened. We don't know. We may never know. The United Nations and other world leaders are pushing for rapid aid to the Gaza Strip as 2 million inhabitants, half of them minors, struggle to get food, water, and fuel. President Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Asterisk has promised 100 million of your taxpayer dollars in funding for Gaza and the West Bank to aid the civilians there, to aid the civilians there, because we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that all of that aid is 100% going to end up in the hands of civilians. Is this just more Hegelian dialectic? Yeah, Hegelian dialectic. Thesis, antithesis, you smash them together, you get the synthesis that you want that works for you. Uh, because we all know the largest backer of Israel, the United States. Bar none. No questions asked, right? <laughs> Tag the squirrel. Apparently it just hit a parking lot beside the hospital. They can't even miss right. I know, if we're being perfectly honest, that's correct. Didn't hit the hospital, it hit the parking lot. And the parking lot is where apparently most of the men were at uh, with women and children inside of the hospital. Now, men or combatants? I don't know. You guys are such a, uh, you guys are such a good audience, right? Bear, you look tired, bro. Go buy yourself a turbo shot on me. Bless you, Cliff, yeah. Uh, long day yesterday, big day today. Um, Want to get done here? I got to go to Mountain Readiness and uh, the Fallout 2023, and teach a bleeding control course this morning. Then we got a fundraiser for Caleb House, and then it's dance and bear stuff for the rest of the day. So, um, where did it go? Where did it go? I missed it. There was a great comment that I missed. It's all right. You guys are so good. So. Yeah, they can't even miss, right? Now, we're sending $100 million of your money to Gaza because it will 100% be used for humanitarian aid. Just like, just like the $100 billion, 
to $200 billion that has been sent to Ukraine has 100% been used to uh, defend against the Russian special military operation, right? During his remarks in Israel, he said, Biden said, by the way, apparently something's up with Biden's chin. Like, I don't know if they got a new rubber mask to go over the actor or what, but it's a fun little rabbit hole you should fall into. During Biden's remarks in Israel, he said that the, quote, the vast majority of the Palestinian people are not Hamas, end quote, and has continued to pledge support for Israel while condemning the terrorist group. Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, has also allowed humanitarian aid from Egypt to enter into Gaza. Now, here's the thing. The vast majority of Palestinians aren't Hamas. However, based upon polling data on the ground, and mind you, we all know polling data is, can be skewed one way or the other. Let's be honest. It's bullshit. You determine what data you want to collect, and then you build your poll around that data. But, but, the leadership in Palestine, air quote leadership, their approval ratings go up when Hamas commits terrorist attacks, not down. They go up, not down. So yeah, not everybody over there is Hamas, but the majority of people in Palestine support Hamas and the terror activities of Hamas. <sighs> the aid for Gaza has drawn anger from some of the family members of the hostages being held there. A statement from an organization that represents the family members, which is called bring them home now that by the way great like how long how many whiteboard sessions did it take to come up with the branding on that one what if we just i got a great idea what if we just call it bring them home now <gasps> Susie, that is so impactful you're brilliant that's what that's what we'll go with bring them home now said quote we remind you that children babies women soldiers men and the elderly some of whom have serious health issues are wounded and shot are being held underground like animals without any human conditions and the government of Israel is treating the murderers to baklava and medicine. Yeah. Gaza is messy. It's always been messy. Messy. It's going to get way more messy. The buildup for the Israeli ground invasion continues. There's a lot of postulation in the IC, the intelligence community, that neither Hamas nor Israel expected this thing to go this long. This was supposed to be a one-off attack by Hamas because that's typically how terrorists work. And so their, their follow-on plans uh, never materialized because they didn't exist. And Israel got caught off guard, was not expecting this to happen, and their follow-on plans didn't exist either. Now, because it has taken so long for Israel to amass the equipment and personnel to go into Gaza, the postulation, the supposition there is that when they go, this is going to be a long drawn out conflict that they are amassing their forces to then go in. And it's not going to be something that happens in a day or two. <clears throat> Silverback, may y'all bless you. And again, because of information warfare and just fog of war, we're getting to the point now with everything that's happening with this, that uh, as far as the situation in Israel, that 
Just like with Ukraine, the actuality of the situation on the ground is becoming more and more and more blurry. Um, there have been myriad protests at US and Israeli and UK and French embassies around the world, and especially, <coughs> excuse me, especially in the Middle East, which is why the State Department is basically telling Americans, in two words, stay frosty. Now, this particular American, dude, I live frosty. Like, that's just uh, my state of mental acuity daily. It's vaguely reminiscent of the, hey, be aware of the day of global jihad. And I'm hoping that, uh, you know, it's nothing. But from me to you, uh, meh, stay frosty. Currently, many indicators suggest that Israel will invade Gaza and the economic impacts depend on how the war may unfold. Hamza Medeb, director of the political economy program at the Malcolm H. Kerr Carnegie Middle East Center in Beirut said, by the way, Bear Nation, we need to come up with an institute that has like nine words in the title because that's how you know it's a good one, right? The Institute for Geopolitical Stress Analysis of the Bear Nation or something like that. And then see what we do. We, we start that, and we also start a 501c4 charity wing of that. And then we use the institute to get a whole bunch of grant monies from the federal government. We scoop them up, and then we have community outreach programs where we send people from the institute into the community all around the country where we train people on diversity and inclusion. And what we mean by diversity is the ability to run uh, a diversity of multiple weapons platforms. And the inclusion is we include things like uh, tactical medicine, patrolling, uh, CTR, SR, um, Kazavak, Medivac, uh, Rock Truck House, all of those things. You know what I mean? Diversity and inclusion. And we could probably get several billion doll hairs of our own money back from the government. It's probably like a good idea, right? What do you think, Starfish? Starfish likes the idea. I think that's a great idea. So... If there, any of you are out there are uh, experienced at fleecing the government and getting your taxpayer money back in the form of grants, yeah, you let me know. Anyway, uh, the some douche who's the director of this bullshit uh, center in Beirut said, quote, whether this conflict remains limited to a confrontation between Hamas and Israel or escalates into a broader regional conflict involving Iran's proxy armed groups, notably Hezbollah, will have <clears throat> significant implications. Such an escalation could lead to increased oil prices, concerns about oil supply, and the potential for global economic downturn. Let me get this straight. There's another war in the Middle East that could raise oil prices, and our fiat currency is backed by the strength of the U.S. military and the value of a barrel of oil, and somehow we're surprised. Okay, cool, just so we're on the same page here. According to Bloomberg Economics, a proxy war in Gaza, the West Bank, Lebanon, and Syria with unrest in the wider Middle East could result in an increase of only $8 per oil barrel. If the conflict remains contained, the cascading global impacts would remain muted. However, if there was a direct war with Israel and Iran in direct conflict and unrest in the wider Middle East, then it's estimated that oil could jump by $64 per barrel. 
Bloomberg came to the conclusion that such a conflict could result in 300 billion doll hairs of lost output, the weakest growth in three decades, aside from 2020 and 2009. What happened? What happened in 2020? Oh, right. Right. The global pandemic. What happened in 2009? Oh, right. The bankers shit the bed again. This means that even higher global inflation and a firm push towards full-blown recession. While less likely a direct conflict would have economic effects, it could be felt on this side of the Atlantic, here in the Estados Unidos, here at home. Now, there are multiple talking heads postulating right now that the likelihood of a wider conflict, conflict is small. Uh, Peter Zian, Zihan, 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 uh, being one of them, and uh, he's a pretty smart dude. Uh, I don't agree with everything that he says, but he does say a lot of things. He's prolific, I'll give him that. Uh, but his basic supposition is that there is no military power that has either the interest or the ability to get involved in uh, this war between Israel and Hamas, and therefore it should remain relatively contained. The problem with that assessment, if you ask me, is that Peter Zihan is very logical and the Iranians are very illogical. So, thorium is the answer, says uh, somebody whose name. First donation right here to the new organization, Bama Trisha. Thank you. Keep up the strong work. Love you, Bear. Keep praying, y'all. Thank you, Bama Patricia. Appreciate you. Iran would like to continue to exist, though. Good morning, Palmetto. They would. They would. But. So here's the thing, right? How many times has an entity gone rogue? Right? What does it take for Hezbollah to just go rogue? Not much. Right, so if Russia funds Iran, Iran funds Hezbollah, the ground force leaders in Hezbollah decide, hey, today's the day we're going, At what, how does Iran pull back from that, right? Patrick Lewis, that's a good word. You got to not only think about the price of gasoline, you got to think about the price of diesel. That's what brings your commodities to market. I agree, 94% of everything you touch in your daily life was on a semi-truck at one point. Let's do, uh, you guys want to do the national news? That's uh, the brief brief for today. It's just kind of a little recap of everything that's been happening. In the recent past, we've got a lot of national news uh, intel that has come in from y'all. Again, the email address there is intel at bearindependent.com. I'll go ahead and tell you guys now as well. The team at Refuge Medical has been busting their tuchuses to stay in stock on stuff and several times this week because of this conflict in the Middle East, several times this week, shit has gone out of stock, including this, the bear fact. Uh, <coughs> this is, as of last night, the bear fact and the bare minimum were back in stock. So if you were one of those people that went to the website to try and get a bear fac or a bare minimum, um, and it was out of stock. I apologize. It's been a uh, react to contact drill on this side of the camera for sure. Let me just peruse the interwebs real quick. Uh, 
and see where we're at. Yeah, the bare fact and the bare minimum are both currently in stock. The bleeding prevention kit, uh, which is a vacuum sealed kit, very affordable. It's like 60 bucks for the basic kit. It's in stock as well. Uh, Arc is in stock. We got a few of the Origin Whitetail IFAX left. And the SOB, man, don't sleep on the SOB. The small of the back kit, phenomenal kit for your chest rig or plate carrier. Let's see. Oh, and the slick kits are back in stock. Man, a bunch of y'all blew me up about that. There, what's a slick kit? It's what's in my back pocket. It's this thing right here. Super, look Look how thin it is. I just carry it around in the back pocket of my jeans. It also works great in a jacket pocket or something. And uh, you couple this with a tourniquet, like the soft tee in my pocket. You got halo chest seals, a pressure bandage, combat gauze, flat duct tape, and gloves. All vacuum sealed into a little tiny thing. That thing's back in stock as well. So, National Intel. Let's do the National Intel, uh, which is, of course, brought to you by RefugeMedical.com. I cannot give you, these are all quotes, you guys know, I ain't going to say quote a thousand times. I cannot give you a lot of details because it could easily be tracked back to me. I will tell you that I work for a large company that sells a lot of yellow iron. From heavy equipment to power generation. Hmm, that sounds like Caterpillar. I am on the power generation side of things. We service mostly medical facilities, data centers, research labs, and with different levels of government agencies. We have several large projects kicking off in the next year or two. A few of the new powerhouses at hospitals with several 2 meg plus diesel generators and the other is a new data center that is buying 35 2 to 2.5 two meg generators. All these projects will also be incorporating the latest in EMP protection. We also have several existing customers who are starting to ask what it will take to update their existing units to be EMP proof. It's something I've always kept in the back of my mind, but I find it interesting when more than one multi-billion dollar company is now wanting to harden their own systems. Is it purely the information that's starting to spread on our weak grid and the possibility of an EMP strike? Or do they have intel like they did with COVID ahead of the general public? Several of the hospitals had semi-loads of PPE sitting on their docks in December of 2019 that never hit inventory until after COVID slowed down or they had to use them. That way they could continue to get the money from the government. Next, I work for a natural gas company near the nation's capital. Over the last six months, there's been several security breaches at gate and regulator stations. These incidents consist of groups of two to four people breaking into locked fenced areas and taking pictures of the facilities. They're doing recon, bro. You know that. I know that. We know that. Bear, are you trying to tell me that our infrastructure in the United States of America is fragile and vulnerable? Yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to tell you. But my freedoms, yeah, I know. There's, there's people out there that don't really care about your freedoms. And unfortunately, most of them reside in Washington, D.C. By the way, by the way, I hope every one of those I support Palestine scumbags that was at the Capitol that breached the Capitol building uh, with recorded on camera saying this is an insurrection. I hope every one of them gets at a minimum the treatment that the protesters on the 6th of January got. 
every one of them. I would like to see a bunch of those people locked up for years, decades, have the book thrown at them. Since we've set that standard with Trump supporters, let's go ahead and continue to apply that standard to these uh, peace in Palestine people. Now the flip side of that, let's, let's say they don't. Let's say that standard is not applied to these peace in Palestine people. Um, we can use that to our benefit as well. Because now you set a new precedent, right? Oh, we're allowed to do this because clearly this guy over here who supported this political movement, he didn't get the book thrown at him. So now I get to do whatever I want to, right? As long as I call it a protest, we're good to go. But my, this weak fleshly vessel, uh, this meat suit that my soul lives in, really wants vind vindication. Every one of those pieces of trash to just be completely locked up, throw away the key. Back to the natural gas dude. <clears throat> Over the last six months, there's been several security breaches at gate and regulator systems. These incidents consisted of groups of two to four people breaking into locked fenced areas and taking pictures of the facilities. According to the Virginia SCC, we are not the only operator that has experienced this in the state. This has happened so much that state regulators are demanding each utility operator come up with a detailed plan to combat this by the end of the year. So far, my company's response has been lackluster. Action steps consist of adding more cameras and adding privacy slats to chain link fences. Nothing to actually harden these vulnerable areas to potential sabotage. It seems no one in my company seems to think this could be a precursor to a potential deadly incident. I don't know what their problem is. It's not like natural gas pipeline has a history of exploding here lately, right? I mean, it's no big deal. Like natural gas pipelines never explode. It's not a thing at all. Oh, wait. Next. I have followed you for about three years now and appreciate all that you share, as many do. I watched your brief on 10-16-23 and have something to share. Considering the man that had an, had an encounter at his local convenience store, I had a similar incident happen to me. Long story short, the store owners were Muslim. I thought I had a decent rapport with them for over two years. The younger brother told me one day that he was opening a new store in another area about 15 miles away. The last day he was at the current location, he told me to come visit him at his new store so he could shoot me. I honestly wanted to jump the counter and beat the living shit out of him. That was 23 years ago. So if people aren't fully coherent about this, they need to be serious and wake up. They have been here for years and have been silently growing. Our government has been feeding them money and they have been getting wealthy by buying convenience stores and gas stations. I've seen many lately training with firearms at my local gun shop. <clears throat> Are they all enemies? I certainly hope not. It is a very scary thought of not knowing who I might share a foxhole with. Now, one of the things um, the Indian, like with the dot, not the feather, um, the Indian subculture in the United States of America, a lot of them own hotels, convenience stores, etc., etc., and I don't know if they're the only uh, subclass ethnic group of Americans that do this, but I do know that they do this. Um, 
They avoid taxes by coming over on work visas and changing the ownership of the business, the enterprises, every three years. And uh, guess what? They're avoiding uh, a significant amount of taxation. They may be paying 10 cents on the dollar of what they should rightly pay. Which gets back to, let's fund the Bear Nation Institute for Global Socioeconomic Harmony and uh, FluffyKittens.org. Next, I work for a jet engine overhaul facility that repairs helicopter engines for the U.S. military. Most of our work focuses on the engines run on the Blackhawks and Apaches. We were informed today that per Defense Department directive, due to the developing situation in Israel and the Middle East, we are shifting our primary focus to the specialty engines run on the Special Forces helicopters until further notice. Hmm. That's a lovely little nugget, isn't it? Next, I live in North Tennessee on the Central and Eastern Time Zone line. Monday morning, all landlines were down, including 911 in my county and a few surrounding counties as well. I never found out why we had a telephone blackout, but it was resolved several, several hours later. On my way to work, thank you, Sarge. I will have a coffee on you. On my way to work, I passed a handful of service trucks working on the lines today, so it could have been a planned maintenance of some sort, but again, I don't think the cause of the, I don't know the cause of the issue, but I think it's a good reminder of how important Camo is. I'm making sure all my cars have handheld ham radios in them from now on in case of emergencies such as an accident and we are unable to reach 911 through their landlines. It's a good move. There's three things, three things I gotta have inside of a vehicle if I'm gonna be in the vehicle. One's a radio, the other's a first aid kit, and the last is a jelly bean dispensary. All vehicles. Side-by-side, pickup truck, minivan, all that. Next, I had a meeting at MCB Quantico today at 1100. The Russell Road Gate, exit 148 off of I-95 near the Commissary and the Marine Corps Exchange, had all gates secured with gate barriers except the farthest southwest gate with a kitted out Marine Sentry. Nothing was unusual on base except there was a relatively empty parking lot at the Exchange Commissary Complex. When I exited out the Fuller Road gate, exit 150 off of I-95 at 1300, the gate was secured similarly as the Russell Gate Road. This is in stark contrast to the Pentagon. On Friday, October 13th, there was no heightened security or even a mention within the compound about the Day of Jihad. It remained business as usual on Monday. Last Thursday, Navy Yard and NSA Bethesda were business as usual. I'll be in and around DC this week, but I'll see if anything changes. Many blessings for you and your family. I cried tears of joy and hope as you accepted your ordination as a pastor. Your scripture readings and content led me to Christianity and observance of the Torah. I found a wonderful fellowship of believers near me. Bonuses, many are active, former, or retired military. We speak the same language. Praise the Father. We have never met, but through the Father, you have touched my life and changed me in innumerable, innumerable ways. Thank you. Keep crushing it. Thank you. That was beautiful. Let's see. We got four more. 
Next, I appreciate what you do. In my opinion, I would not have been able to accomplish my goals without your guidance. I am not on Patreon since every spare cent has gone towards preparedness over the past five years, but I will be subscribing soon after today's event. I was a firefighter EMT for four years and some change, especially during COVID-19. I am not shaken or disturbed easily since I've responded to over 4,000 calls, some of them being nightmare fuel for the rest of my life. I left the profession for a better paying job as a truck driver. In uncertain times, it seemed like a great way to buy and stack more food. I've driven across 38... Let's pause. We gotta, we have to start paying our emergency medical people better money. We just have to. And I, I, the person who sent this in, I don't begrudge them at all. As, you know, you do what you gotta do. You left uh, a job as a firefighter and an EMT and went to truck driving. And I'm in no way judging truck driving either. An incredibly important job. But leaving a position where you literally save people's lives because you're not making enough money to make the bills. We got to do a better job. We sent at least $100 billion, more like $196 billion to Ukraine. But we don't have money to pay EMTs. That's retarded. That, that's just retarded. Back to what this uh, person sent in. I've driven across 38 states in the last three months and have seen things that have shaken me to my core. From military vehicles that are painted green on flatbed semi-trailers and supply chain issues to literal hordes of illegals crossing the highways at night in the southwestern Texas area and southern Arizona. Today I stopped in a small gas station with a dirt parking lot somewhere in the New Mexican desert for my mandatory 30 minute break from driving. Upon arrival, I noticed a white bus that was parked in a no parking zone, but I thought little of it. When I walked into the store, I was shocked by the presence of people. There were almost shoulder to shoulder, at least 60 packed into this tiny gas station. I noticed many with gang affiliated tattoos, but not all of them were Spanish. There were Middle Eastern men in the mix, as well as a few men who were African-American who spoke in a dialect I've never heard before. It was around lunchtime, and I, had no, and I had time to kill, so I decided to push my way through the crowd for something hot for lunch. And I realized every one of these men were between the ages of 20 and 35. The only other person in the store besides myself was the cashier, and she did not speak any of the languages we heard. The cashier shouted to the crowd that she could not take any more $100 bills since there wasn't any smaller bills now left in the whole store. Through rusty construction site Spanish classes from a few years ago, I was able to get the message across. The rest of them did not care and simply motioned for her to just keep the change. After a long wait, I paid for my food and stepped outside. I saw a small group smoking cigarettes, so I put one to my lips and asked for a light. A younger gentleman obliged. With the help of Google Translate, I asked where they were headed, which they replied in very broken English, New York. GTFO NY. Get out, dude. I thanked them for the light and I left promptly upon noticing many of them now staring at me from a distance. I remember feeling uncertain and nervous. I now have more questions than answers, a prime example being why were they all paying with crisp $100 bills? They looked brand new and were not creased or wrinkled in any way as they were being pulled from banded stacks that each person had. I would like to hear your thoughts about this. It struck me as very odd. 
Oh, we're importing terrorists. That's what's happening there. But you know that. And I know that. Who did that? John Taylor, thank you for the work you do. Finally get to hear you on the way into work. Bless you, John Taylor. Thank you. Next, husband was training for his new corrections job today when another cadet got a call from IRR Individual Ready Reserves. He previously did his four years in the Army to update and confirm his contact information. They are preparing. This last weekend, we also saw a long train in the canyon carrying tanks, trucks, medical vehicles, and cargo. Looked like it was leaving the Air Force Base we live near. It was headed east. Next, I felt the need to email regarding what happened at a church out here in Middle Tennessee. There were three men that stood out during a Sunday service last week. It's not a small church, but in a rural part of the state, so you know everyone who walks through the door in most cases. These men were seen taking pictures or videos inside and outside of the church. They're doing recon. If you don't upgrade your church's security, immediately you're asking for it. When I say church security, you should have men with AR-15s ready to go. These men were seen taking pictures or videos inside and outside of the church. They entered together but sat separately during the service. Yeah, they need different angles. They don't want to stand out. They shouldn't have entered together either. That's just bad tradecraft. They seemed to be texting each other throughout the service. At this point, there was enough suspension, suspicion raised that multiple people were watching. Before, we, before they left, they were asked to fill out visitor cards as the church likes to give out gifts to newcomers. All three addresses given were fake. One phone number was international and the others were fake. They spoke broken English, assumed not Americans, but from the Middle East. Security footage and statements have been sent to the Department of Homeland Security and they've been in touch with local sheriff's departments for further in investigation. Heads on a swivel, friends, and one in the chamber. Dude, if you're still walking around without one in the chamber in 2023, you must have got dropped on your head or something. You, uh, that was a recon party. That was a recon party. Um, IPB, Intelligence Preparation of the Battlefield. I don't know why, but whoever these guys are, it sounds like they consider your church part of the battlefield. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. I would be taking this incredibly seriously. Incredibly seriously. Our little assembly, um, our little assembly, yeah, I'll help you if you try. I don't know one person that doesn't carry, including the women, and uh, yeah. Let's just say, we are never far from a rifle. Never. I would recommend you adopt the same policies. And last, just heard from the gas station manager that Michigan is going to be voting on a bill to limit the amount of gasoline purchased per day and enforcing current law on gas storage in residential areas. I looked it up and most urban houses in Michigan can only have one and a half to three gallons. Rural houses may be restricted to 25 gallons if the bill passes. Pastor Joe was just talking about this on a video a few days ago.
Dude, what's happening in Michigan? Have you guys, like, not just got all uppity and screamed the word no over and over again? That's the brief for today. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to talk about the value exchange, which will be brief this morning, I politely invite you to beat feet skedaddle, get out of here, have a blessed day. Shalom. For everybody else, we're going to breeze right through this. Patreon.com, it's a prepper consultancy. There are notes in the description down below here on YouTube. Uh, this morning, we posted a video from the Master Tonic class. Oh, because fall is, is here and the ick is going around. You should probably know how to make some Master Tonic. Well, the video for how to make Master Tonic went up this morning on Patreon. Go check that out. Also, when you're on Patreon, you get uh, an exclusive promo code that if you use it at Refuge Medical, we'll pay for your Patreon subscription for the discount that you get. So there's the thing. Next, RefugeMedical.com. I told you the team has been working literal overtime to keep things in stock and get orders out because of this hullabaloo over there in the Middle East. The Bearfac, this kit right here, is currently in stock, as is the Bear Min, the SOB, the ARC, the Origin Whitetail Kits, and the BPK's Bleeding Prevention Kits. Uh, bleeding Prevention Kit BBK is like 60 bucks. Um, yeah, you need one, especially in these trying times. Uh, so if you don't currently have a medical kit or you need to get more medical kits, refugemedical.com. HSA, FSA eligible. Made in America, guaranteed forever. I'm the founder and CEO of this company. 92 lives saved to date. 92. All right. So get it while you can get it because we've been going out of stock on everything. I don't want to go out of stock on everything, but uh, it's a challenge, man. It very much so on this side of the camera feels like it did in the early days of COVID and when Russia first invaded Ukraine. Um, and because of COVID, supply chains are still jacked, and because of the war in Ukraine, inventories from all the major manufacturers are jacked, and the DOD, DLA, Defense Logistics Agency, has been buying up stuff left and right. And I can tell you for a fact, the Marines believe at some level that they are going to be in contact because the Marines are buying up IFAC components like you wouldn't believe. There's, what, 235,000 active Marines. Their average order right now is 1.1 million of whatever. It's about 4X, 4.5X, the number of Marines that they have. Chest seals, tourniquets, APLS blankets, pressure bandages, quick clot, wound packing gauze, nasal pharyngeal airways, decompression needles. They're, they're buying stuff up left and right, so use that as an indicator as well. Refugetraining.com, we have a class that is coming up, uh, two of them, in Spiro, Oklahoma at the Refuge HQ, October 29th and October 30th. Don't be an ass, come to class, learn the fine art of how to not die. We're doing a uh, block party hangout in the Refuge parking lot the evening of the 28th, or the evening of the 29th. So if you're coming to class on the 29th, you should prepare to stay after class, and if you're coming to class on the 30th, you should prepare to get there early so you can hang out the evening that Sunday night of the 29th grindstoneministries.com if you want to help us build caleb house which is our 
restoration facility for juvenile human trafficking survivors, visit grindstoneministries.com. You got all your swag, uh, t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, um, our brother Rex's facts not feeling shirt, or our brother Saw's facts not feeling shirt, our brother Rex's the real dope shirt, links in the description, proceeds of which go to support Caleb House and Grindstone. CalebHouse.org is our website for anti-human trafficking, our field operations. And uh, Moose Run Coffee, drink real coffee, unlike hotel coffee, by the Grindstone Blend. A portion of the proceeds go to support what Grindstone and Caleb House does. And let's uh, bang out a quick prayer talking to the Father this morning. Sound good? Sounds good, Bear. All right. Good morning, Father Yah. You are amazing. You are awesome. Thank you for letting us wake up on this side of the dirt today. Father, thank you for the gift of breath in our lungs and blood in our body. Father, the world's freaking weird, and I pray that you just keep our eyes and our attention pointed on you rather than focusing on things outside of our control. Let us be good husbands and good fathers today, Father. Let, her, let us be good sons of you, men of Elohim, and continue to walk in your ways. Father, thank you for forgiveness and mercy that comes by the blood of your Son. Thank you for redeeming us back into your household that we might do the things and put a smile on your face. Father, if there's anything within the sound of my voice that is not of you, we come together in agreement and rebuke it in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach and command it to flee. Father, pour out your Spirit on all flesh today for wisdom and discernment, for strength and power and authority in the name of Yeshua. Father, and for peace that surpasses all understanding. Let us let our light shine, that people would see us and want to know more about you. Let the way that we walk be a witness and a testimony. Father, fill us up. Help us help you. Let us be your hands and feet. And let us happen to the world. Don't let the world happen to us. Father, please remember your covenants that you've made with us as we remember the covenants that we've made with you today. And Father, thank you for this opportunity. I lift all these people up to you and I ask that you would bless them today and smile upon them. Thank you for redeeming us out of the world. Thank you for loving us even though we're not worthy of it. You're amazing. We love you and we praise you and we worship you. We ask these things in Yeshua's name. Amen. Y'all have an awesome day. I'm going to go teach people how to not die. I'll see y'all soon. Shalom.